Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 266 and it is Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yes, indeed. And joining us live in the Codex Prime Studios, aka my apartment, uh, we have a special guest uh, here to talk uh, talk shop about Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, party people, please give it up for Mr. Chris McDermott. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Yes. Yeah. And pleasure to have you as well. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, for for this week's episode, which is actually the final episode of for this year for the Codex Prime podcast before we go off, go off on our two week break. Uh, for the holidays uh we're going to be talking all about spider-man no way home which is the 27th film in the marvel cinematic universe uh for those of you watching us out live on facebook i I got i have all the best spider-man stuff on the table here including uh the best spider-man film well my my personal favorite into the spider-verse uh on steelbook uh we also have uh the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, and of course the 2018 Spider-Man PS4 game, which is uh, arguably the best superhero game ever made. Um, that either that or the Arkham series, um, and then you have it makes the Spider-Man One More Day, written by J. Michael Straczynski, with art by Joe Quesada. Who's Andrew Garfield? Who? The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Oh, we'll, we'll 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 get to that. <laughs> He's amazing. Remember, <laughs> he is amazing. <laughs> Can you say it? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll 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 get to that. Uh, but but yeah, uh, but yeah, Chris. Um, yeah. Once again, welcome on the show. Um, yeah. Uh, tell us, like, how's how's life been in in your world? Uh, my world's fine. Um, the rest of the world's not. But you know, um, yeah, pretty good. Um, uh, as Carl knows. I uh, took over, well, I can't say took it's not past tense yet, but taking over the uh, local comic shop down the street, which is keeping me busy. So, mm. yeah, that's that's a good time. Um, my stepdad owns that, and um, needless to say, if I didn't like comics before, I like them now, because it's just mm. <laughs> up to my eyeballs and plenty of material. So, yeah, no complaints from me. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be all yours? I mean... Every time you go in there, it's me, right? So yeah, it's it, true. It's 60 hours a week. Like, no, it's not all mine. It's like an inheritance, but I'm running the front end. So it's, you know, mm. weekly comics is my problem. So, mm. you know, that's it's, not it's a plenty. problem. It's right. A, it's, it's my pleasure. Yeah. 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 So it's, that's, uh, that's the lion's share of what goes on there. So it's, uh, yeah, like I said, it keeps me busy. But mm. started as a pandemic project, and now it's just two years later and it is still going so yeah. oh yeah yeah no it's a good time though nice, nice. awesome mm-hmm. yeah plenty yeah plenty to digest plenty to read do you even plenty have to time to read oddly enough it's on new comic book day really i know like because that's I... the only time like you have like little like 10 minute intervals you know what i mean like between clients and stuff like that so it's, right. like, it's the rest of the time where it's like oh you're listing stuff you're researching stuff you know that's when you do your big projects, but the small stuff, you can't do big stuff on a Wednesday, so you just kind of sit down and read a comic book. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I would think, like, you know, on Wednesdays, like, you're, you know, restocking the shelves, you're backing and boarding. You would you think, know, can... nope, nope, I do all of that Monday, Tuesday. I like to be just ready to go for Wednesday. So, like, Tuesday night, no, don't talk to me. Like, I'm, I'm stocking the shelf, I'm organizing the books, 
getting the, the boxes in line and everything like that. And then it's just, oh, so they don't come in on Wednesday. Oh, my God, my life would suck. <laughs> yeah, no, no. If they come in on Wednesday, I'm sending emails that says don't come in because that's that's Monday, Tuesday job. For gotcha. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Good old diamond will hit like Monday afternoon-ish. And then it's like drop what you're doing, bag and board 2,000 comics as fast as you can. <laughs> wow. Yeah, every week. So. That sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. It is. Honestly. As like me, the collector and hunter, and hunter that I became recently, Jesus. I can't tell you how many people they come in and they're like, you have my dream job. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I you know. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, just, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. Just, yeah, yeah that's awesome. See what we can do with the place. I mean, obviously filling Regan's shoes is hard. We'll try. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those guys that keep him busy. (laughs) Yes. And also uh, for our local listeners, um, um, definitely, uh, if you're into comics, definitely hit up Rock Hoko's on Academy Avenue. Um, Plenty of great stuff there. Plenty of goodies for the uh, comics comics enthusiast. Um, Whether you're, you know, whether you're Carl here uh, collecting, uh, collecting comics and, uh, Getting getting them graded, or if you're just, or if you're, or you're a newbie, you know, wanting to get your feet wet in some series yeah. here and there, by all means, Rock Hoko's has you covered. As of right now, since you're here, what would you recommend us out right now? What would I recommend? Yeah. Like, uh, depends on what you like. I mean, if you're if you're reading Marvel, uh, big fan of Thor. Love what Donny Cates is doing. Anything Donny Cates touches right yeah, now is better. Donny Cates is a genius. He's he's weird. I mean, his Hulk right now is. So I'm enjoying. It. Thank you. That was your recommendation? I'm a big fan of that. And yeah. they, I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I'm also reading his crossover from Image. Great book, but it's just, it's like meta on meta on meta. And he, he I think he tweeted the other day, he was like, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> book. It's like, he's literally just going crazy. So it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a trip to read that one. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of new to comic books. I don't know if I've ever told you that. Like, I no, I'm not a long, like a lifetime reader of comic books. Oh wow! I mean, I've always loved, you know, everything Marvel, DC, but I had no idea the the true expanse of of comic book world and like how many come out every week. So mm. I'm only a year and a half, two years, you know, into actually reading, collecting for myself. I'm like shocked. I know, <laughs> I know, but the the amount that I've sponged in in that amount of time is. Um, is crazy. Yeah, like the conversations we had, I, I wouldn't even know. That's why when we was talking about Eternals, I'm like, I gotta have him on the show. Like, yeah, well, like I mean, like I said, like a year and a half, like with true collecting and reading. But like, I used to work with him back in like 2015 too for like a stint. You know, I worked there in the summer and stuff like that. So again, the interest has always been there. But right. hardcore reading and trying to keep up on stuff is like my day job. So gotcha. <laughs> I mean, you gotta know. Oh, yeah. uh, but recommendations, I mean, really it depends on who you are, what you, uh, what you're into. So, but any given week, I'm sure I have a handful of recommendations every single week. So, for sure, I don't care if you're new or you know ten times more than me. Like, come in, say hi, follow the Instagram, whatever you got to do. Yeah, I do all that. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Indeed. All right, and and also while Carl is uh, sharing the episode. Uh, I just want to uh, give a quick uh, a shout out and acknowledgement to our uh, our podcast sponsors, uh, Silk City Hot Sauce. You know what? While you're here, we're gonna make you try some. Um, that sounds good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I have two. 
I have two uh, flavors. Uh, one is Mango Madness, mm-hmm. and the other is the uh, Maple Syrup uh, flavored hot sauce. It's a yeah, it's a spicy maple syrup. Mm. Yeah, so both are kind of like sweet heat type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I can handle some heat. Some. Yeah. See that? See now I gotta yell at your dad. <laughs> he had the hottest one, which is called the Erotic Fever. Mm. We bought, we met them at Comic Con, and that's how we got the sponsorship. He brought some home, and Victor's father killed it in two days. Yeah, in two days the bottle was gone. So. Did you know that he was a hot sauce aficionado before? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Like I know, like my dad's into like spicy, spicy foods, yeah. and but he took he took a, a shine to the to the hot sauce. Two days the bottle was gone. I'm like, what? What is this? My sponsor, man. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Silk City Hot Sauce. Uh, you can go on their website. Um, fifteen uh, percent off your order if you type in Codex. Uh, at the checkout, that's C O D E X. Speak closer. They got the audience can't really hear you. Can't hear me. Yeah, you have to sit. Let's just sit closer. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you, audience. Yes. So C O D E X on checkout to get fifteen percent off your order from SilkCityHotSauce.com. All different types of flavors. Check them out, especially the maple syrup hot sauce. If you put put it over a breakfast sandwich. Yes. I can confirm. Oh, it's amazing. That sounds good. Yep. Absolutely delectable. Mm. Yeah. Great choice so of luckily words. Luckily, I ate before I came here. Luckily, I ate. <laughs> oh, I <Nice. laughs> So, y'all, y'all ready to just get into it? All right, yeah. It's a lot to dissect, so let's... Yep, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into uh, uh, the proceedings here uh, for Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Uh, just to give, you know, everyone a heads up, uh, we'll get into some non-spoiler uh, thoughts in, our, in the first... Uh, go around, and then when we get into spoilers, we'll let the uh, let the listeners know. So that way, if you haven't seen the film yet, uh, you'll have a chance to do so without being spoiled. Uh, this is one of the longest uh, films in the MCU at, at 148 minutes, mm. basically two and a half hours. Uh, like I mentioned at the top of the program, it is, it is the 27th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe catalog. Uh, this film is the third film in uh, the... In the Sony Sony Marvel Spider-Man series starring Tom Holland, uh, this one st- this one is directed by John Watts once again. Uh, stars Tom Holland as Peter Parker alongside Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Jacob Batalon, uh, John Favreau, Jamie, uh, let me see Benedict Wong, Tony Revolori, Marissa Tomei, and a couple people that you might have seen before. Um, but we'll we'll get into that in a bit. So essentially, uh, this film. Uh, just to give you a, a, a brief over, overview of the storyline, the story here is that Peter Parker um, is follows it follows the events of Spider-Man: Homecoming, Far from Home, oh Far from Home rather, where Mysterio revealed uh, Peter Parker's identity to the world, and uh, and in fear of all the repercussions, he goes to Doctor Strange to to see if he can come up with a magic spell to make everyone forget his identity. Of course, that leads to some. Uh, rather horrendous uh, and unforeseen uh, consequences, uh, most mostly because of Peter Parker himself. Uh, but um, but the multiverse uh, uh, comes home to the MCU on on in the film. So yeah, um, we'll we'll get into it. So does Spider Man save the day? What does he do? How is he gonna get? How is he gonna get out of this pickle that he created for himself? We're gonna discuss that. So. Uh, some for non-spoiler uh, impressions and thoughts. 
uh carl chris what did you guys think of spider-man uh no way home go ahead fresh out the theater okay yeah yeah it's only been less than 12 hours um <laughs> probably probably my favorite of the three yeah just off rip but that could change you know who knows because the first one was really good i mean that first impression was always just great to see spider-man back in the mcu mm -hmm. um it wraps up i mean can we call it a trilogy do we call it a trilogy yeah okay. yes definitely yeah. all right so that's what i i think that's what i liked most about it it kind of cleans all that up for us and just really felt good watching mm -hmm. it you know like um it was emotional it it looked beautiful i mean it i mean the music was great i'm a big music guy so that's kind of a Kind of a thing for me. I mean, even though yeah. it was a, a lot of Sony, um, I liked it a lot. I mean, I thought it was great. I thought it was potentially the best Spider-Man film I've seen in easily ten years. Hmm. All right, I think that's I think that's fair. I believe I believe so too. I th honestly, it's this has moved up to probably number three in my top five. MCU films. Mm. Closely pushing number two. Wow. Okay. Behind Infinity War. Mm. Wow. Obviously, Endgame is number one. Right. Mm -hmm. But it all, uh, it kind of just gave me that Endgame feel where it's like it gave us that moment that we'll probably never feel again. Mm. I mean, this was, cl it was close to that portal scene moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was in just something that was highly anticipated, very well hyped up, and damn it, it delivered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And it just sends you in a, it sends you in an amazing, just a huge, just a huge roller coaster, an emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. You laughed, you cried, you was like on the edge of your seat, like you was emotionally invested. Mm. Yeah, that's. That, I agree. Throughout, from from beginning to the post credit scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what that is what makes a great film. I mean, just moment to moment, being invested like that. I feel like that to me is my bar, mm. and it really like it didn't feel like a nearly three hour long film. It didn't feel like that. Oh no, no it didn't at all. You know. Yeah. I mean that that trailer was like done in the first half. Yeah. You know, because I was worried when I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, man, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Mm. But, like, the trailer was old news by the first half of the film. And I was like, whoa, okay. He's like, yeah, all right, you get it. He's like, we get it now. It's just like, all right, yeah. now what do we got? Right. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, No Way Home. Um, it's eas easily the best of the, the, of the Spider-Man MCU films with yeah. Tom okay. Holland. Um, like, like for, for me, this was, uh, this is definitely like top, top tier MCU, mm -hmm. like pr definitely worthy of the, the top 10, def uh, arguably top five. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed the, like how much, how, how, emo how much of an emotional uh, ro roller coaster it was. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed how it really balanced, uh, fan service and nostalgia with like legitimate, uh, storytelling and, and developments. I agree. Um, uh, it was a, uh, 
like like for me like I, I, i'll say like my my favorite spider-man film is still into the spider-verse um that's okay yeah yeah, yeah like like how i rank it is uh into the spider-verse followed by spider-man 2 then spider-man 1 and then uh no way home um uh yeah i i and then and then the rest of the spider-man films you can kind of mix and match mm. um but yeah like i was thoroughly i was thoroughly uh, entertained um uh i I really, I also really enjoyed, um, like like Tom Tom Holland's uh, turn here. I thought I thought this was his strongest performance as as Peter Parker slash Spider Man, for sure. Um, for and for multiple reasons, which we'll get into once we uh, uh, dive into the spoilers. Um, I, I thought I thought I thought that um, like I, I thought like the questions that it that it leaves as far as like the the whole mu- the whole multiverse component. Uh, def- definitely raises some interesting questions, and it definitely, um, definitely kind of ma- ma- kind of like redeems certain certain films like in in the past. But we'll get into that in the spoilers as well. So, hmm. so yeah, we'll 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 definitely dive into it. But those are my general thoughts. Like I said, really enjoyed it. Thoroughly thoroughly loved it. Um, hmm. Definitely top tier MCU for sure. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you enjoyed it. We wouldn't see it together. He just sat there motionless. <laughs> At the screen, possibly reading the subtitles because I bought the tickets that had the subtitles. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I just grabbed the first ones I could see. Yeah, <laughs> and he just, just there, mm. tunnel vision. I, I think I heard like one chuckle out of him. I'm like, he fucking hates this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was, uh, I was transfixed on mm. the screen, you know, mm. and plus it was packed too. So, you know, but but yeah, I, I and. And once we get into it, like there were several po- points where you heard a lot of people in, the, in our screen and crying. I heard, oh, I heard some sniffles. Oh yeah, there yeah. was some sniffling going on. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. But yeah, we'll we'll dive into the full spoilers because we want to really dive into the meat and potatoes of this film. Oh, yeah, I got my fucking I got my fucking knife ready. Uh, it's time to decide. It's time to dissect. I'm so mad I ain't got those eggs. Oh. Yeah. So yep. So for those of you who have not watched uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Please do so. Do not wait until this hits up, until this arrives on Disney Plus. It's definitely worth it's your time. <laughs> oh, that's right, because it's a Sony yeah. co-production. Uh, yeah, so so don't wait until it's available to rent or available on Blu-ray. Just go to the theater and see it. Um, other than that, you need to see this in the theater. Yes. Is this movie just like I mean, just like a lot of the Mar- basically all the Marvel films yeah. are experiences. Mm-hmm. But this one was its own. Yeah. This one is one that stands out just like Endgame. Like you had to be there opening weekend. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know? And all I hear, everybody has made some time to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way this weekend. Yeah. It's the holidays anyway. Treat yourself. Thank you. Absolutely. I do yeah. that regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, Every Friday. Right, Chris. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So yeah, uh, spoilers all over the shop in five, four, three, two, one. So, uh, God, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> oh, let's go. Yes, I absolutely love this movie. So yeah, um, so yeah, spoilers, spoilers, uh, henceforth. Um, so let me read off the rest of the cast list. Mm. So we get to see. So in the in the first trailer of No Way Home, we saw Alfred Molina make his return as Doctor Otto Octavius. Hello, Peter. Yep. But we also get to see Jamie Foxx as Electro. 
Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Man, listen. Stole it. Yep. Stole it. More on him. Oh, yeah, more on him. And we also see the returns of Andrew Garfield, the amazing Spider-Man, and the man himself, the man who started it all. Started it all courtesy of Sam Raimi, Mr. Tobey Maguire, <laughs> holding up a copy of Spider-Man 2 right here on the screen here. Yeah, it's good to see. So, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Gosh. You know, like, I, I, will, I will say this. Like, first with the villains, um, like, it was great seeing Alfred Molina back, um, you know, as, as Otto Octavius. Um, but to see Green Goblin in this film... This is this is the Green Goblin that's more closer to the comics because this version of Green Goblin was also once again with by Willem Dafoe is somehow more evil than he was in the first Spider-Man mm. film back in 2002. Yeah, I agree. He, he's, he he plays a crazy person. I mean, you feel his crazy and it's in, in the best way, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. just, he feels unhinged and it's it's creepy. He he definitely stole it from me. I mean, Molina's fantastic. It was good to see him again. But um, as a villain goes, I mean, Defoe, oh, scary. Yeah. Scary. That man's a genius. Like, yeah. and William Defoe, you, you've seen plenty of movies with the uh, Lighthouse was one of them, correct? Yep, the Lighthouse. And yeah, yeah. He, he, can play, he can play crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Give me a movie with him and Walking Phoenix in a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah. What was interesting was like um, when they brought back all the villains, like even and even um um the lizard uh from lizard and um, Sandman and Sandman, um the villains the villain how they were treated in this film was actually not quite what I expected in the first time because like I thought it was like simply oh let's just they're gonna they're gonna do some damage we're gonna have to send them back to their dimensions and call it a day, yeah. but they but they actually brought some additional depth where where uh. Uh, Tom Holland's Peter Parker said that okay well we can't just send them back to their respective dimensions so they can just die like we've seen in the movies mm-hmm. like let's we have an opportunity to cure them mm-hmm. so let's let's try to help them out the best way we can and like for example with with Willem Dafoe like where you see him like he's full on in his madness like split personality like Norman Osborn fighting Green Goblin the part where he's at uh, the the homeless shelter feast talking to Aunt May and like he's completely like kind of reminds you of like someone who like in the throes of dementia like where they have lucid moments but they're also confused and they don't know what to do right and and so like and, and part and part of me too is like this is how great William Defoe plays the role it's like you 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 he brings you in where you feel for him you feel for his situation yeah. but thinking of thinking back on the events of the film you think that maybe that that lost like deer in headlights uh uh confused person is just like a, a lore like a deliberate persona to lure you into to hit to the traps of the goblin right. so it, so it could be seen either way where maybe maybe the goblin is really taking over and, and that norman osmond is really trying his best to fight it but he can't or maybe he's deliberately using the Osborne persona to lure to gain people's trust so he can like, you know, yeah. I, sink I his clothes in. Way. I was kinda of duped by it. You know, first couple scenes I'm like, ah, oh, he's just he's playing him. But like yeah. not so sure. Like yeah. I had that feeling too. It's like, oh I feel bad for this man. Like he truly has no idea what he just did or has done, you mm-hmm. know. Uh so yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. That was uh well played for sure. Yeah, 
and and even and even that that tense scene where they're all in the the, the um the condominium the the apartment and um and peter parker's uh, spider sense goes off but it's it, it holds on to him because he's not sure where the danger is that was really cool that yeah. was dope there yeah. was a cool like there was a couple cool really like unique cinematography like moments in that and which is why i also really agree see it in theaters because like yeah they also did like a first person scene and mm-hmm. one little clip yeah. i can't quite remember exactly what it was i think maybe he was jumping off the bridge to save somebody but I was just like, what the hell? Like, you know, a lot of cool little camera tricks and stuff that's just not going to translate the same, you know, mm. uh, if you blink, you know, <laughs> at yeah. home. So you want to be hooked. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, and one thing, too, I, like I noticed, too, you saw growth with this trilogy. Yeah. Like, the first movie, he um, he's just a kid right. who got his powers, yeah. and he just wants to be an Avenger. Mm-hmm. That's it. Then the second, you know, the second movie, he's kind of learning. He's like, all right, he's learning what it truly means to be a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just simply doing the right thing. Now the third one is just doing the right thing for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making those harsh executive decisions, and we saw that. Mm-hmm. And he barely like. I don't even know how to explain this, but like. In the and like when they're in the what did, what does she call it the, the wizard's crypt or something like that you know they're, they're in the, they're in the basement basically right. um, and Otto's like why wouldn't you just end us why wouldn't you just send us back and like he didn't answer uh, MJ does it's mm-hmm. not who he is you know so it's like Spider Man's not even fully aware that he's grown in this way right you know like he's just doing it because that's who he is now but. He, he doesn't even realize how much he's changed, you know, which is, I think is just really good storytelling. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, let the audience absorb what's happening to him as opposed to just like, Hey, like it's 10 years later, I've learned X, Y, Z. No, like you get to really see his progression over the five movies he's been in. I think Yep. five, five total movies. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think they've done the right thing with this character in the MCU. They didn't oversell him. And they didn't under underutilize him either. So, mm-hmm. bravo! Yeah, Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vision, the vision still stands. You know, consistent like mm-hmm. since two thousand and eight. Right. Yeah, and and also too, like with uh with Peter Parker, like he's someone who, um, he definitely he definitely uh, uh matures in this film more so than ever because like. Because, like, the reason why the whole film happens is because, like, you know, he not only is he trying to, like, revert, like, reverse uh, what happened, like, people knowing his identity, but, like, but, like, uh, but, but Dr. Strange calls him out because, like, part of, part of the reason why, why he sees him is because, like, um, him, MJ, and their friend Ned, like, they're all applying for MIT, and because of the whole controversy, like, they, MIT straight, straight up denies their applications. Mm-hmm. And so he tries to, he tries to reverse. He tries to have Doctor Strange reverse that that spell as part of the that situation as part of the spell. Yeah. And Doctor Strange is like, "Wait a minute! You didn't actually go to MIT first off to fight to plead your case." <laughs> yeah, <Just yeah>. <laughs> Which is such like a millennial thing, right? Like, mm. kind of older generation looking down on like, seriously, you just didn't give him a call? Like, you didn't send a letter? You didn't give him a call? Like, I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And their chemistry too, like. It just seemed like everybody's chemistry just meshed. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, like every scene like mattered. You was invested in every scene that yeah. the actors were portraying. Like yeah. it didn't matter. It didn't matter who was on screen. Right. Like yeah. you was into it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and and like with Alfred Molina, for example, like he like he worked with uh, Tom Holland just as well as he did with uh, with um, Tobey Maguire's uh, uh, Peter Parker, and and what I liked was like they he was still like kind of like in the throes of like the the tentacles like that that malfunctioning chip, yeah. And then when when uh when Parker cured him with the Stark tech to replace that chip, it was like like you could see like the light come back in his eyes, like the voices are gone, yeah. and like that's when he realizes, oh. Wow. Okay. Now, now I know what I what I have to do here. I wonder, like, how much those little snippets are gonna throw young viewers, though. Mm. Like, I mean, there's probably a lot of young viewers that never bothered with that trilogy. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, yeah. and even Amazing. Like, I'll be honest, I don't remember Amazing Spider-Man. I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I watched them once, however many years ago, and mm-hmm. like, Sony did their job though. I want to go back and watch those films. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought Sony was trying to do, at least partially, you know, with this film. Like, we matter. Well, they did, yeah. <laughs> and, but, they, but the MCU has been doing that, especially in Endgame. Like, one of the, one of the like, okay, a couple of, you know, their blunders. Let's just, yeah. I always say, like, media, uh, MCU films are, like, mediocre at worst. Mm. Thor The Dark World. Mm-hmm. Endgame made that movie matter. Mm-hmm. Touche. Yeah. Same as Iron Man three. Shang Chi actually made Iron Man three matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and then same thing in Endgame where Harley Keener, Harley Keener showed up at the end. At the end. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, that's like it just. Right. Yeah. yeah it made it made those past movies matter. Now it's like social media is social media is campaigning for a third Andrew Garfield movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a third Andrew Garfield movie, one that's actually like full on great. Because like Andrew Garfield's a, a terrific actor, mm. and the first Amazing Spider-Man, which I saw, it was it was okay. Like it, it had potential to be more, but it wasn't bad. The second film, not so much. Mm. Um, but but like but I was I was so and, you, and I was so glad to see Andrew Garfield because you could tell that Andrew Garfield enjoyed the hell out of. Yeah. Reprising his role, yeah. and and even and even like this the like the sort of like the meta jokes where him, uh, Tobey Maguire and Holland are talking on the at the Statue of Liberty, and and Andrew Garfield's like calling, like talking down on himself, it's like oh man, you guys fought aliens. I'm, like, I'm lame. I'm lame. <laughs> no, no, no. You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's like they were, yeah. They were, it's like you said when we was leaving the theater. It's like they kind of own it. They knew they didn't have nothing good, so they try to. Say, all right, we know we're not that. You know, it wasn't that good, but mm-hmm. it was still kind of good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These late stage MCU films are becoming, not even films, uh, the series as well. They're becoming increasingly self aware. Yeah, know, they're like aware of who we are. Huh? Like, uh, you know, I'm just uh, mm. Peter Parker. I'm just this Spider Man from some, like you know, decent uh, universe and stuff like that. So I. I it's it's interesting yeah. to watch. Hmm. I don't know when they'll stop with that. You know what I mean? They're not going to go full Deadpool, I hope. Mm. Uh, but you know, it's uh, it adds an interesting layer as like a viewer to be like, damn, how much like do they know? You know, mm-hmm. like with the whole like MJ thing, and she's like, no, my name's not Mary Jane. You know, like, mm-hmm. but 
I don't know. I don't. It's just. It's interesting. I wonder how how much overlap there'll there'll be after this film. Yeah. Well, it's funny too. Uh, I did come across this on social media. You know that Alfred Molina. I guess you can call this an Easter egg. You know, Alfred Molina played in one movie, played the love interest of Sally Field, and then in another movie, he played the love interest of Marissa Tomei. Oh, really? So in two dimension, Alfred Molina could be Uncle Ben. Oh, my God. Wow. 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 Well, oh, Uncle Ben, Sally Field's Uncle Ben. We mm. saw who he was. Yeah. Martin Jean. Yeah. Wow. That's actually interesting. Yeah, and and also too, like looking back at the uh, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, the Garfield films, it, 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 it was so f- it was it was cool to see like, Jamie Foxx's Electro actually be an improved version of what right. we saw in the actual film, and uh, and also like there was there there is a bit of self awareness too. I, at least I thought where Lizard was literally just there. He he was he, he was just there. He was just there, just vibes, you know. <laughs> Peter Parker's like, I didn't even know you could talk. But okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, like the dinosaur guy. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just wanted him to say, "Well, I don't, I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Electro was frightening almost. I mean, yeah. he, he felt a little op. Like, yeah, he did. I was like, "Holy crap!" Like the crackle noise and everything. I was like, Dang. "It was yeah." And then that, and then when he was just like. I never felt power this like this mm. before, mm-hmm. and I like it. Yeah, yeah. Like you can, cut, yeah. He was, he was like, yeah, like fiending, and yeah. he's just like, oh, he wanted, he just wanted more. Yeah. To the point where he could have been OP. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the like with that Stark technology, that arc reactor. Oh my God. That's nothing like he's ever felt, even in his universe. Yeah. Right, because there right. was no Iron Man in his universe. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Who are the Avengers? Oh yeah, the Avengers. <laughs> That's great. What's that? Yeah. Is that a band? Are you a band? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Wait, your webs just come out of you? That was good. Oh yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. Uh, oh yeah, they talk about the webs, like because like because um because Garfield and um Holland they have they have to use mechanical web shooters, and then like Tobey Maguire he just has natural natural ones from his wrist, and they're like, so like can you shoot webs? Anywhere Where else? else? <laughs> Does it come out like your wrist or something? Like... It's like, wait, no. <laughs> oh man, the, them three, their t- chemistry was just perfect. Oh man, like yeah. like when the reveals of like Garfield and then Maguire, like applause breaks throughout oh, yeah. the yeah yeah, and then like like when Garfield came out, like the audience clapped and cheered. But then when um when uh um, Ned was like. I wonder if I can summon another Spider-Man, and then everyone, everyone was like, "Oh, oh man, you, you know what's coming!" It. And then you saw Tobey Maguire just casually walk through the portal into street clothes. Yeah. Everyone was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Oh man, it was it was it, it felt like, it felt like when it felt like the first time I saw uh, the first Spider-Man film back in 2002, the audience was the same way. They were they were mm. into it, clapping and cheering. Uh, yeah. Some movies you kind of just yeah. have to like. I know everybody likes silence in their movie, in their you know when they're going to see a movie. This is one of those movies where you just like it's just gonna happen and I'm just gonna be a part of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Even the Matt Murdock cameo. Oh yeah. If, uh, In like the first ten minutes. minutes yeah. yeah. I was like, "Yep, that's like, awesome." There he is. Just give it to me. Like that was good. Yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, the net, wow, the Disney did not forget about the Netflix MCU Marvel universe. They're canon. Yeah. Are we, are we referencing? 
other like series and things? Yeah. Has everyone caught up on Hawkeye? Uh, not not yet. I still gotta watch it. I'm okay. <laughs> yep, yep. I told I told him to text me at the end of episode five. Yeah, I'll I'll watch it this week. Believe me. Um, but you know, I I I, I have other stuff that was on my plate. But I'll I'll I definitely it just watch plays it. Plays into the genius of the MCU again with like mm. what we're talking about. It's just like they they have it down to the week of like what you're watching. You know what I mean? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's just. Seamless. It's mm. absolutely seamless. I mean, I, I can't wait for next week. See yeah, the and, they, and, and the way it's just, and they had a pandemic, which right. stopped everything. Right. And they st- and they're still managing to like, yeah, like cleverly put everything together. Right. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that was a great scene. I mean, he just catches that break. How'd you do that? And we didn't dwell on that. You know, mm. like we didn't stay there and talk about who Murdoch is. He's just like, I'm a great lawyer. And that yeah. scene, you know, like it's just yep. great. Quick yeah. five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Telling happy. You you need a really good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And and also too, that was a nice little Easter egg too, seeing John Favreau with another Matt Murdoch. A call back to John Favreau's role as um, Happy. As as Happy. Not happy, um, um Foggy Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, in the Ben Affleck Daredevil film. Where he played as a uh, Oh my god, did he oh god, a cook to play never would have been able to remember that. Yeah. Well, Never. because it was that was daredevil. Like daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But wow. Interesting. Yep. That's cool. That's cool. Also, see, now, like, okay, I didn't have any Easter eggs plant, you know, prepared, and I'm upset about this, but some of these are coming out. You absorbed them. <laughs> he did. Matt Murdock did say, you need a, be- you need a better lawyer. Mm. Who else is a lawyer who has a show coming up? She hoped. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And and while you're while you're talking about uh, uh Easter eggs, I'm actually looking up uh No Way Home Easter eggs. So we'll 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 discuss that uh later on. But yeah, like early on when I said that um the Green Goblin here is even more evil than he was in the first film, the fact that he actually kills Aunt May Wow, with the gl- with the glider, and, and and the film fooled us because we thought that she was gonna survive, even though she took that glider head on with her back turned, and then when she when she collapsed, and she's like, "I just need to catch my breath." I saw you squirming in your seat too. You were trying to hold it together too, yeah. Carl. I had, no, I didn't cry. I can't for some reason. I just can't cry. But I was just like, "Ooh, yeah." Like you cut. Sometimes you kind of have to like switch Did you positions. Know? Did, like when she first got hit, did you did you know then that she was done? Yeah, I I knew. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I didn't want it to be. I was in denial. You were in denial. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought that was. I thought that made the movie. I'll be honest. Yeah. I feel like that just took it from here to like there because like mm. you need. I mean, I hate to say this, but like you do need that darkness. Right. You need that pain. There's, and there's plenty mm. of it. Like um. Yeah, pull this up. One more day, which was pretty much. Have you read it? I have not. It's pretty much. I thought they was gonna only use like one tiny little snippet, um, but this was pretty head on. See what? Yeah, I don't know if you plan on reading it or not. Oh, I will. Yep. Okay, so I can't spoil. I don't want to spoil it for you. Well, you should I just go ahead? Yeah, you can go ahead. I'll so what happens is everybody knows who Peter Parker is. Okay. And while they're in hiding, the kingpin is after him, and he hires an assassin to to shoot Peter Parker. 
but Aunt May took the bullet. Oh, okay. So they rushed it to the hospital, but they had to use a fake name because everybody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was like, honestly, there's nothing we can do. We don't have insurance. They couldn't use insurance because everybody knows Peter wow. Parker is Spider-Man. So he starts. So this is when Peter goes to Doctor Strange and say, "Hey, I need your help. Who can you get? Who can we reach out to? Like, I just, I need your help. We gotta save Aunt May. We gotta save Aunt May." And Doctor Strange helps, but he it helps to no luck. Mm. And this is when, when I reviewed it a couple of weeks ago, this is when Mephisto comes into play. Whoa. And he goes, all right. What I want to help you out, what I want is your love. You have to sacrifice either your love for Mary Jane or Aunt May. Hmm. So he had to make that bold executive decision. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Wow. Mm. And it sounds a lot familiar. I was like, wow, they used more of this story than I thought. Yeah. Like, judging by the trailer, I'm like, all right, they're only going to use, like, just this little snippet. No, they used a good amount of story. I did notice Straczynski's name at the end of the credits. Yeah. I mean, they definitely definitely credit him for it. So he was he was there. You know, he, he must have been talking to somebody. Yeah, he had <laughs> probably, possibly a consultant. But. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like... Like, I was so surprised how much you can use. Also, there was another comic, uh, Return of the Sinister Six, okay. that they uh, used. And then, for some reason, and I saw this on G4 last night, and it was like, oh, here's the comics that you can read for No Way Home. And for some reason, Return mm. of the Juggernaut. Don't know how, but hmm. I probably would look it up just because. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that, that scene with May was just... It was just Powerful. so good. Yeah. Yeah. And the way it lingered on her, like, he shed a single tear when yeah. when she was dying. And then it cut to black. Woof. That was... There was a lot th- of good close-ups, actually. Yeah. A lot of good close-ups in that film. Yeah. Did they use a new fin- cinematographer? Yeah. It was uh, Mauro Fior, who did, who, was, who did a cinematography for Avatar. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because... Yeah, like we saw like we saw like scenes and like certain like certain moments but you never that you never saw from previous Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They do always keep you guessing too. Again, and that's what I love about the MCU. Right. Like you never like yeah you get somewhat of a basis but yet yeah, you never you still truly never know what you're really going to no. get. Mm. No. Yeah. And also too, like um, when you're thinking about the redemption, uh, redemptive parts of the of the film, how it redeems like other past films, even Spider-Man Three. And I dislike Spider-Man Three immensely. Mm. Like with Sandman, for example, Thomas Hayden Church, like all he wanted to do was go back to his daughter, and I didn't feel like he was a full-on villain. Like he was just like, I'll work with whoever just to just so I can go back to my right. my world. Yeah, he's like, oh, we gotta come. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, you know, he's like, I just want to go home at this point. Like. Yep for him too and like again I don't I barely remember that film you know I barely remember him as a character C level D level villain yeah um, but this the whole movie I mean there wasn't a villain I mean Goblin yeah. was the, the the most evil I suppose yeah right. by default but mm-hmm. um, 
it was so much depth. I think that we've already covered that. It's just a lot of depth with, with all those characters. I was very surprised. Yeah. That and plus like with the goblin too, like the fact that he was wearing a purple hoodie was a kind of like a callback to like the a closely closely resembles his comic book counterpart mm-hmm. right. more so than the first film. Mm-hmm. And and also too, like speaking of the self awareness as you mentioned, mm-hmm. the fact that where um Sandman and uh, Electro were talking about how they got their powers. Like, oh, I fell in a vat of electric eels. Oh, I fell in a, in a super collider. Yeah, we got to start watching where we fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot of good mentions like that for sure. <laughs> I forgot about that scene. Yeah, but um, but yeah, but yeah. Speaking of uh, Easter eggs for for No Way Home, like I'm I'm just pulling up a, a couple lists here, so I'll I'll read them as we go. Okay. Um, like if you notice, like in the 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 final the final suit that uh Tom Holland's Peter Parker wears when he's when when he's swinging through the the uh, New York City in Christmas, uh, it says that his final costume looks like a spitting image of the original Marvel Comics Spidey costumes drawn by Steve Ditko, right down to the rich navy blue and bright red color pattern. It also resembles the vintage Spider-Man costume from the PS4 game, uh, for this reason. Mm. Yeah, so like when you beat uh, uh, Spider-Man on the PS4, you do get like a shiny, like red and uh, red and blue version of his costume. Like co- closer resembles like the '60s costume. Didn't we also get the? I mean, I'm struggling now if it was the Miles game or this game, but we got the the black and gold costume. Oh, did we? Didn't yes. We? Yeah. yeah, it's when, in there. When he first meets Electro in the amongst the cables, isn't he wearing a black and gold? It looks like black it's the, and gold. Yeah, it's or the. Or was it just the lighting? That's yeah, it was, no, it was what the it was, lighting. it was the original costume, but just inside. It was inside out. Oh. Because he had like he still had all the green goo on it. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. No, that definitely messed with me though. I think that might have been like a little. Ooh, no, a little but homage to that. If they were still doing DLCs, they would probably add it in. Yeah. Oh, but it would probably be in uh, Spider-Man Two. Because mm-hmm. I noticed like on some of the covers, like that, you know. Amazing Spider-Man covers and Miles covers. Obviously, they did a lot of those. Yeah, which is random suits, and I've had guys be like, "Oh, yeah, like, like, well, it's from the video game." You know, like you didn't, <laughs> you didn't play the video game, but oh, it's gonna make it's just gonna make me beat it for like a fifth time. It's <laughs> a great game. <laughs> I love that game so much. <laughs> yeah. And oh, let's just see if you had another you said. <laughs> oh, uh, um, let's see. Also with uh, May Parker, um, it also says that it's revealed in this movie that may runs a homeless shelter called feast uh this is based on an on an idea introduced by dan slot to the comics in 2008 although it also feels like a more prominent nod or lift from the spider-man ps4 game it felt just like that yeah where may volunteers to work at feast which is central to the game's plot um and also uh it may also dies at the end of that game too so it kind of feels like they're more closely referencing the insomniac game wow did you beat the insomniac game I did not. I beat Miles like three times. Me too. Backwards. Because when I got Miles with the PS5, it gave me this for free. First of all, I'm jealous of you, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I I actually went backwards to to play that one and and never got around to finishing it up. But I I do honestly play those for the story because they're always just so good. Oh, it's so so well written. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And not to mention like he like at the end of the movie, he's he's using the uh his cell phone as a dispatch, just like he did in the movie. Mm. I mean, mm. in the game, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep, he does with yeah. a cracked screen. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah, which makes me which makes me wonder, like it, maybe that was why uh 
uh, Insomniac like updated uh, the mo- Peter Parker model in the game to make him more closely resemble Tom Holland. Mm. Yeah, you didn't need that though. They, they didn't really need to do that because I thought that like the the game actually had like a a good version. Its own, of, I, its, it's, own it was his, its own identity. Yeah, yeah. I I I wish they wouldn't try so hard. I remember some people. Um, complaining about the Avengers game with the voice mm. actors and they wanted them to actually hire the MCU actors I'm like why would they bother why because they, they know the MCU because they know mm. the MCU would sell yeah mm-hmm. but like again you're gonna sell that $60 video game like it doesn't matter like I don't know I feel like give give another voice actor a job like we don't need to have Chris uh, Evans everywhere uh, say I beat it once and mm. that game has never touched my PlayStation ever again they keep adding to it they do. They do keep adding to it. Why? <laughs> just, just let it go. Just let it die. Real quick on old comics, though, um, to the um, web shooter thing. Hmm. Is that, like, most of Spider-Man lore does have non-organic web shooters. Right. right? Yeah. And so it was like, what, 07? That, that the first organic web shooter story came out or something like that? I could have sworn they had an original ones. In, in the... Old guy? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Because I couldn't, I always get that mixed up. What is yeah. more classic, the web shooter or the organic? I think he, I think it was always organic. Okay. Reagan probably answered that one <laughs> better yeah. than I could. Okay. One thing I did know, one small Easter egg I did notice. You notice that all three Spider Man, they recreated the meme? Oh, like the. No. the, the they did. When? In the lab. When Ned goes, Peter, and they like, huh? Yeah. And they all pointed to each other. <laughs> yeah, they did. They weren't facing oh, yeah. each other, but yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. They had to do that, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. And that's another thing, too, with this movie. It's like everybody had their own ideas of what would happen, of, like, how Toby would show up. Like, even if just, like, a rift, a portal opens and Toby just shows up with Hero playing in the background, everybody would have <laughs> cried with that moment. But... That was just it. It wasn't like how everybody like predicted, yeah. and everybody was still satisfied. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even and even Andrew Garfield, where uh, where he actually saves uh, MJ, where he where he did Great what he, it was yes. an excellent scene. Like he did what he couldn't in in his universe, yeah. and he teared up when when he saved MJ. And she's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, yes. yeah." Because yeah. now you can see like that he was carrying that burden for sure. Yeah. I almost expected him to say he wasn't okay. Like mm. when I, I saw him crying, I was just like, hey, I don't know if he's gonna be all right. Like, this mm. might be too it's much. Li- it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. he finally just had that weight off his shoulders yeah. by saving somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like he felt he felt redeemed, and you was just able to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Classic, classic drop scene. And it's just mm. like, and the thing is, it's like some of a lot of like these little things do just mean a lot like something yeah. like that yeah like when he just teared up and you're like it made you think about his his second movie yep and the importance of that and you're like yes he needed that mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh and also the whole like ned's the whole ned scene when he's like they're like oh uh my best friend he's like oh you guys have a best friend yeah yeah he's my best friend well, my best friend turned into a goblin and tried to kill me. Yeah. And then Ned and then he Ned just goes walks away. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks away and he goes, I promise I will not t- 
turn into a villain and try to kill you. And Peter and Holland's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> yeah. And also to like another, another, another moment that, that made me chuckle was where, um, where after they, they successfully take the arc reactor away uh, from, from Electro right. and, re- and replace it with that other device that saps some of his powers. Yeah. When him and Andrew Garfield have like a brief a brief uh, moment, and then J- uh, Jamie Foxx was like, "Man, you know, you, you know, I, I see you with the costume. You know, you, you save poor people. I don't see I don't see thought you were black." And then Andrew Garfield's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then and then uh, and then uh, Jamie Foxx responds, "Yeah, somewhere out there, there's got to be a black Spider Man." Yeah. And you heard the girl behind sitting behind us go, <gasps> "Miles." Yup. <laughs> oh man, if they. I'm just waiting until they bring bring a live action Miles Morales to the Oh, MCU. it's gonna ha- oh, it's gonna happen. I like so I half expected an animated one to just pop through, at oh. least like in the background, just you know, because mm. I thought the sky was really gonna crack all the way open. Mm-hmm. Like judging by that trailer again, yeah, like, I thought it was just gonna be utter chaos for like a few minutes, and then we were somehow gonna patch that up. Yeah, but we didn't get like I was really paying attention to those like. The silhouettes, so silhouettes. Thank you, coming through, and I'm like, is they gonna throw anyone in there? They really mm. didn't, yeah, which is okay, yeah. of course, because that movie was still impeccable. But um, it kept yeah. you guessing, yeah. And then you were just trying to see one looked like a silhouette of um, Rhino, so mm. I was I was starting to get in like some little, yeah, like silhouette. I was starting to recognize some, but then it's like, but then you don't know, right? It's keeping you guessing. It's keeping you guessing. Like, do we really even know the plot to uh, the next Doctor Strange movie? Thanks to this movie, we do because of the trailer. But, I mean, that's also the only time they've done that in an MCU film, right? Mm-hmm. Having yeah, a trailer post credit. No, yeah, they never did. So oh, really? that was that was interesting. Which is clearly just like, okay, this was, you know, Doctor Strange light. This film. More yeah. or less. I mean, he was clearly the supporting character, mm-hmm. um, and so it just kind of feels like we're gonna pick up on this problem because clearly, if they're only one spell away from sucking in, you know, <laughs> every other universe, oh, I would kind of surprised by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and can we shout out Wong? Oh, <laughs> he's like, what you getting ready to do? A spell? Yeah, you're on your own with this one. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't chill back up, though, and be like, Strange, stop, man. Like, mm. what are you doing? Because, I mean, I, we never knew that he was Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. We didn't know that. That was definitely just kind of blindsided you. But, yeah, I expect him to come back and whoop some ass, but we didn't get that. Sorry. Yeah. And I feel like Juan's going to have a real breakout moment. Oh, and and uh, Multiverse of Madness? Possibly. It was somewhere down the line in the MCU. Because he's yeah. the one that's kind of starting to connect everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he connected uh, Shang-Chi as well. Right. That, uh, that explains why he went and got Shang-Chi, actually, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, because why was... I mean, yeah, sure, Wong's great, but why? You know? Mm. Um, why was he the one going around, you know, fishing up everybody, but mm-hmm. also just killing time in an arena? Yeah. Ass too, so I guess... Mm-hmm. He just he ass. <laughs> yeah. And and the fact that Multiverse of Madness brings back the evil Doctor Strange from What If. Go ahead. The trailer was amazing, but mm. I do not like that move. Mm. I don't know how y'all feel about that. 
but I do not like this movie. I'm intrigued. I'm interested, and I'm invested. Yeah, I'm I'm a little intrigued, but I I kind of share your sentiment in, in that like I mean, what if? I mean, I, I understand like what if like you know one because my my original idea for my original ex- expectation rather for what if was like you could have a bunch of like you know alternate versions of the MCU as non-canon, but I think that uh, I think that Marvel. Their their insistence on tying everything that we see in the MCU as canon in the main storyline, they don't really have to do that. I thought What If was a great opportunity to just let it be yeah. its own thing. But it, exa- at some point, you'll have to, right? I mean, that's what comic books are about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and again, I know we're not trying to recreate comic books in film version, but exactly that. It's your opportunity to tell stories that don't affect this massive body of work you have going on like mm-hmm. easy 30 minute digestible animated tv show that you don't have to remember and think about and tie in and like i'll be honest even at the end of what if itself mm-hmm. i was disappointed that those episodes tied in i was like oh you kind of you didn't have to i just mm-hmm. it's okay that you did i just you did not have to do this yeah <laughs> so i'm 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 hoping that it doesn't have too much of a pull on on the direction of the films because it's exactly that it's a what if it's a outside of canon um, right yeah and and also too like um and also and also that's that's also that also illustrates one of the one of the built-in flaws of having like television shows be so interconnected with the main films is because you have a bunch of films that narratively can't really stand on their own because now you have if you have if you see evil doctor strange and you've never seen what if or or don't even have an interest in watching what if you're like where, where do you come from what, right. what, what where is why do i care yeah. Yeah. now you would have to go, marketing play now you have to go watch it yeah gets people to watch a movie could watch the show yeah but you can't deny that that doesn't have the weight of the films i mean it like it just it just doesn't no you're right you know so it's like i i just can't i just can't be that excited for that personally but yeah for that yeah for that aspect yeah to tie that in to tie everything in Mm. i mean i thought this was really well done with bringing in sony again with the self-awareness and just uh couldn't have been couldn't have dreamed it have have come in better than that but um, I don't think you need to tie everything. Mm. <laughs> but I am Maybe. intrigued and curious about its horror direction that they're trying to go in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the movie itself, I mean, the trailer was amazing. I mean, yeah. the, the idea is, is great. And I mean, could be another red herring. Maybe, maybe we're not getting the exact what if Doctor Strange. We could just be getting some other duplicate, you know, version of him. But mm-hmm. um, it remains to be seen. Yeah. And plus, like I'm intrigued that they're bringing back Mordo, who seems more like a Finally. yeah, who seems more like an antihero, like because it's like I'm, I'm I have a feeling that like we're gonna end up saying Mordo was right to like be so conservative about magic use. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Always so. felt that way watching Doctor Strange too, and I was just like, mm, he knows something. He's not dumb. Yeah. He knew he wasn't yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that post credit scene in I believe Doctor Strange. When yep. he uses his tagline, mm. no more sorcerers, he goes and hunts down that guy who used magic to walk. Right. Uh, he goes and assassinates him. And, like, that's the last time you've seen him. That's, like, that's got to be almost 10 years ago now. Sadly. Uh, that was strange. That was 
five years ago actually it was only five what? years really yeah Doctor Strange came out 2016 it's only five years well, yeah <laughs> yeah what is time right but, yeah. All right, for real. <laughs> so that'll be six or seven years you know after that film but, wow I mean at mm. least it's not that long but mm. yeah I feel like it's been forever I'm like damn I thought we were gonna get him at the end of like WandaVision or something that's but, what I was thinking um, you know but still waiting that, yeah. Well, get the answer. Like we get the answer the whole way. Okay, Carl Moto's still around. Where you been? Yeah. Is Strange yeah. our next film? Is that our next? Uh, yeah. Installment. Yeah. Yep. Oh. But technically, I think May, yeah. that's May. May, May I think so because I think um I think we're getting She Hulk. We are getting before all, before that. Yep. Yeah, they still there's still no release date, but I think we are getting. Which again, good for you for not you know kind of. Uh, pulling, you know, painting yourself into a corner with saying like it's coming out in March. Like you don't know this. <laughs> right. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You do not know what's going to happen. So uh, I think it's smart for them to not, you know, guarantee a release yeah. date at this point. But yeah. for any of these projects, yeah. Um, but at this at this rate right now, you're like Marvel fans are winning. Yeah. Yep. Like the content that we have been getting. I mean, from Black Widow on. Yeah. To what we just got, to what we just got, to what we're still going through with Hawkeye. Yeah, like mm. Rich is like we're really like you know they and they've been consistently good, somewhat with the the exception of Eternals. It, Eternals, I I appreciated Eternals as a film, but like like but like we talked about on on, the, on the, when we reviewed it, it should have started off as a ten episode miniseries, then you have the film because of the film. It, it might have been, but like, by the, but because of like the, the nature of the of the comics, you ha- you probably yeah. have to do it that way, or a better a, be- a better a more efficient way would be- would like to be to like introduce the Eternals as like composite characters. So you like instead of ten, you have five. Mm-hmm. And you can like combine elements of different characters, and then mm-hmm. they could be like so- somewhat original for the film, and that could have worked yeah. out better that way. Yeah, I, I wonder if like like the MCU about this phase in particular, it's like. When, when I first saw, like, what they were going to roll out, I was like, wow, that's a lot of, like, over here and over here and, like, not as tight as previous phases. Right. Yeah. It's been great. You know, I'm impressed. I just, I, I wonder if that is the goal to kind of flatten it out again and say, all right, we're just going to kind of start over-ish, give you these little pieces so you don't worry so much about... Um, Am I caught up on X Y Z and remember this and remember that from X years back and you know just just watch the film. That's kind of how I felt with this one about kind of clearing the slate with Spider Man. Yeah, he doesn't have Aunt May, doesn't have MJ, mm-hmm. and you can kind of just move forward almost with a new Spider Man. Um, that's what I really liked about that. Um, but by the same token, it's like yeah, we do have to think about what happened in Doctor Strange, what happened in WandaVision, and mm-hmm. we still have yet to tie in totally uh, Black Widow and, and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and everything into that, but yeah, uh, it feels like a lot of like piecemealing, which I don't mind. I actually really... Yeah, like honestly, that, that's that the premise. fun aspect. For me, it's the fun aspect about it. And then not to mention there's still, but they're bringing up like a lot of like lower class characters. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Just just tell yeah. some stories, make some good movies, tell some mm-hmm. stories, and yeah, give some appreciation yeah. to these lower tier like guys. Like who lo- yeah. who knew about Lady Hydra? Right, 
Mm. I mean, we still don't really know. <laughs> she hasn't even said this. But, but, but yeah. I'm, I want to read more of the comics. I want to learn more about yeah. it. Yep. Same with, you know, we're getting hints of Thunderbolts mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we learned from um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like, we're just... And I'm glad that Black Widow matters. I don't want to rag on that movie, but that's mm. my least favorite movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. Pretty damn close. Like, I, I it's just... it. Now it's meaning more and more, thanks to Hawkeye and, and where we're going and things like that, but um, it, it, it felt so out of place. And, I mean, it didn't help that it was pushed, what, three or four times, but... Um, yeah, it uh, it feels good to have it like, all right, well, you thought you didn't care, and here we go. We're going to so we make you care it. about yeah. Yelena. We're going to make you care about, you know, all these other you know, the pieces going on, which is Florence cool. Pugh was so good. Yeah, she was really good in that. Ooh, wait, till you see her, wait till you see her and Haley Steinfeld interact. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And... And also too, like um, getting back to, um, like, and you just mentioned like the end of Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home, where we see the the, the more classic Peter Parker, where he stri- where he everyone forgets about him because uh, Doctor Strange comes up with the spell, yeah, and he sends everybody back to their respective dimensions, and you, we see Peter Parker as as the classic Spider-Man we know, where he doesn't have he's not because he, he, like in the in the first three uh, Spider-Man films that we've seen so far with Tom Holland. He was essentially kind of like a trust fund kid. Like he, he was like he was going to be the heir, Tony Stark's heir. He had all the technology, the whole backing, and all the billions behind him. But now, because he's forgotten by every, by everyone, he's got no money. He's got yeah. no fancy tech, no costumes to lean on. It's just him, a homemade costume, uh, a crummy crummy apartment in New York City. Love that. Yeah. Um, there's there's also a little Easter egg. We saw like a, a GED book, so he's gonna get his GED so he can go off to college and then make make a whole bunch of new friends, mm. presumably Gwen Stacy yeah. and, yep. and and others. Maybe he'll meet Kurt Connors in, in the MCU. Maybe we'll get a different lizard. Mm. We'll, we'll see. Like we, it's, it's great that we see the, the, the classic Spidey, the friendly neighborhood one. And I think that's going to tie into Matt Murdock and like the street-level heroes. So we might see Luke Cage again. We might see Jessica Jones. Hopefully we won't see Iron Fist. But yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> Listen, it's it's multiverse now. They can completely erase that if they want to now. Oh, yeah. They, you know, like I said, we can give Iron Fist the, the, the Poochie from The Simpsons treatment. You know, Iron Fist died on his way back to his home planet. And no, no one acknowledges it again. It's great. Or they could just do the, you know, the boss move and reinvent him entirely and yeah. prove absolutely everybody wrong because i've never mm-hmm. met a one person who liked that series and it would be kind of impressive if they pulled that rabbit out of the hat and said you know what mm. we can do it and with that actor and <laughs> make him good like that would yeah. be i mean that would be standing ovation worthy <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> they could make him you know actually uh, desirable again but mm. which is too bad because that character is awesome but, i thought he was just a good supporting character i just mean like his lore in the comics, he's a, he's a solid character. You know? Right. And like his use in Heroes for Hire or whatever. Um, uh, but yeah, no, you, no, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. His, his show, like I watched the first three episodes and I was done. I'm like, yeah. I can't do this. I, I watched the whole thing. I watched the entire season one. I've heard season two is actually an improvement. It is. It definitely is. But... I'm going back through that because of things. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
watch this damn show, Vic. Because, <laughs> I mean, Daredevil Punisher is fantastic. So it's right. like, all right, I don't mm. mind, you know, combing through that. I kind of, I'm picking up at Daredevil season two, and I'll just go on from there. Because um, I never finished it out. I mean, yeah, it's a same. lot of content. For me, it was not that much time, but like to sit there and write and mm. do those shows. But um, now that they're potentially mean a little something, it's like a little more, little kick in the ass to, to finish it up. So, yeah. Yeah, for me, like speaking of which, I I I still need to, I I haven't finished, I haven't watched uh, season three of Daredevil or season three of Jessica Jones, yeah, or yeah. season two of Punisher. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm trying to get to too. I think I touched Punisher, mm-hmm. and I think I touched that season three of Daredevil, but I don't remember. So I'm just kind of going back yeah. and again. <laughs> and. And also too, just to just to give uh, everyone a, a preview of the upcoming uh, MCU films still to come, we got you know Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness next year, along with uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. That might be on hold uh, because Letitia writes uh, on some stuff. Um, <laughs> she got hurt, right? Uh, she got hurt, but also like she's basically an anti-vaxxer. So Thanks. yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, yep. We also uh, so that's going to be a question mark for that. But we're also going to get in 2023 the Marvels, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Fantastic Four. John Krasinski. That's all I want. As Mister Fantastic. Yes. Hmm. He, he has the voice. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like all the all the the memes and like the fan art. He, yeah. He does look. He does look, looks like he could be a good Mister Fantastic. Yeah, it could work. It could work. Yeah. I don't know that we'll get it. I hope you're right though. For yeah. Sure. I think he's actually expressed interest though. Oh, I mean, he'd be stupid to turn it down. Right. Like, <laughs> he, he, yeah. I'm like, do you see what Marvel generates? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm also curious, like, to see how how X Men will be introducing the MCU down the line. I guess that's like another twenty one. years worth of movies. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm okay. They can keep kicking that can. I mean, I, this is my thing with like why you don't need to worry about tying in everything right now because you still have so much to worry about. You have mm-hmm. so much properties, yeah. so many properties that you that you have to touch on. Uh, so many storylines that you can cover with without having to introduce new people. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You never know. I mean, new phases could could mean a lot, but I mean that's the mutant thing is is more contract than anything, right? It's got to be contractual issues, more so than Spider Man, right? Mm. With Fox, no, they Disney owns Fox. Yeah, that's right. That did happen. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Unfortunately. Wow. So they got everything except yeah. Sony stuff. Yeah. And Universal. Who's Universal got? Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why Hulk never had his own solo film in the MCU. Right, okay. Yeah, Hulk just, just... So I take that back then. Yeah, give me the mutants. Yeah. Let's get in that drawing board room. Get it going. Because, I mean, if you just, mm-hmm. you basically bought them, mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably a yeah. hundred other reasons to acquire Fox, but for sure. Yeah. It's probably the sole and reason that they, requir- they acquired Fox. It's on the top of the list, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know what I'm thinking, too? Like, I would like to see, like, for... Like for Disney Marvel, I mean, like, like the, like since we're talking about like how they, 
how they don't really have to tie in every last thing. Like I would like to see like a separate line of films and shows under the Disney Marvel banner where it's all filmmaker driven. So like like with like with DC for example and Warner Brothers like yeah. you know like they're like I mean say say what you will about like some of the the quality of some of their films but at least like each film is filmmaker driven. So it's like the director's vision and their thoughts and you get like an interesting perspective. So I would like to see, at least for the Disney Disney Marvel, like a separate line of like one shot, yes. filmmaker driven, non canon films. So yeah. like, like say like a, a different interpretation of of say Iron Man played by, I don't know Bradley Cooper for example. Just sure. just throwing throwing a name out there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. all you have to look to for that is the success of Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. That's the only thing you need to justify doing that. I mm-hmm. mean. It wasn't even live action, and yeah. it, it blew people away. Yeah, it, give it me did. more. I yes. mean, that's what I wanted from What If. It definitely did not come close to Into the Spider Verse for me. Mm, um, same, but it just just keep going, guys. Just just keep it going. <laughs> yeah, I'm very nervous about uh, Across the Spider Verse. Because mm. it's like, it. you know, what it is because will it live up to will it live up to Into the Spider Verse? I think it. W- I think it will. Um, I think it can. Yeah. Let me see. I'm actually looking up who's directing that. Let's see. It's got to be the same director. Yeah, because it if it's the same uh, three-person team, um, then we're, then yeah, we're we're, we're in good shape. Let mm. me see. Okay, so it's a different, oh, a different uh, team. It's directed by Joaquim dos Santos, uh, who did uh, different team, whole different team. Yep. Wow. Uh, Weird. Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, good writer. He also wrote One Night in Miami. Okay. And Justin K. Thompson uh, from a screenplay by Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, and David Callahan. Um, but we do get a, we do get the same cast, like Shamik Moore. He's Miles Morales again. Mm-hmm. Haley Steinfeld as, as, as uh, Gwen Stacy. And Oscar Isaac as Spider-Man 2099, as we saw in the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker. He's coming back. Oh, I did not know this. Uh, Issa, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. She's going to yeah. be Spider-Woman. Jessica Drew. Okay. Nice. Complex uh, character. Nice. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think uh, it, it does, um, if, if it's, if it's as good as Into the Spider-Verse, then we're in good shape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, you could even fall a little short and still be great. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. on Moon Knight coming out as well? That's soonish, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's yeah. I think that's going to be this year as well. This, this I, I wasn't honestly. floored by the trailer. Um, this trailer, Disney Day. Moon Knight TV series. When is that? They made a trailer. Out? Disney Day. What the, how did I miss that? It was coming out next year. I hope I didn't watch a fan made trailer. I'm pretty sure. Because we got, yeah, you got a She-Hulk trailer, too. Oh. Hmm. There is. Okay. I have to watch that as soon as we're done. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't floored by it. But, like, yeah. that. that I mean, what's what's the guy's name? Was it Oscar Isaac or something? Yeah. 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 Um, he's great. He's great. Um, and, again, talking about, you know, people who can play unwell, mm-hmm. I, I think he stands a good chance. Um, which again, in the vein of this kind of horror mode that we seem to be walking towards, mm-hmm. a lot of like mythical, mystical stuff, supernatural stuff we have to tie up. 
I heard they walked away from the Ghost Rider project. I don't know if they did. They did, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it might have been you that actually told me that. Yeah, they were supposed to do the whole journey into um, journey into fear mm-hmm. uh, series. That's what they were calling it. And we already had Hellstrom. I started watching it, and <laughs> it was. I mean, I was. It was okay, but I just kept falling asleep on it. Yeah. Too. But then I, if I throw on a movie. It's like the two t- the TikTok doon, 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 <laughs> goom, knocked out. So I'm like, I can't watch movies when I'm falling no. asleep because yeah. I just can't. I mean, I I want them to to figure out how to do dark stuff. I mean, there's a there's a lot there's plenty of of, of dark storylines that they can. Uh, oh, absolutely, with. Blade. They're going into that yeah, direction. Right. We got Blade. Blade. We got you know Black Knight. A lot of Scarlet Witch stuff to tie up Black Knight. Um, Clearly, the Doctor Strange movie is going to be a little dark. And then, you know, who knows if they'll try to buddy up with this whole Morbius thing going on. But uh, Makes sense, too. Not a fan of that trailer either, but... Um, yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of iffy on Jared Leto. Yeah. Like, right. right. Yeah. Especially with his, more big says, his performance in House of Gucci. Oh, yeah. His, not familiar. Yeah, uh, his performance in um, House of Gucci, which came out, um, like, last month, like... Jared Leto, like, talk about somebody overacting, like, went into business for himself, like, because he, he's, like, full-on prosthetics, like, the bald cap, yeah. like, old person makeup. Yeah. He talks in an exaggerated Italian accent. Absolutely. I'm like, like, he's, he's, he clearly wants another Oscar. <laughs> and, yeah, that's what this performance screams. What was yeah. for the first one? A Dallas Buyers Club. He went for Best Supporting that. Actor. Oh, okay, all right. Yep. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Morbius, I'm... I know it's coming out in March, I believe. So we'll see how that turns out. But it's like, it's like one of those like it's kind of like Venom. It's like eh, I'll see it if I see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, to be honest, I still didn't even see Let There Be Carnage. Um, I showed you the credit. Oh yeah, you, I went home and I watched the the post credit scene with a friend and stuff like that just to know. Yeah. Uh, which was an interesting move. Uh, it, in, yeah. in that post credit scene of No Way Home. Oh yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Leave. I mean, that's that's all there was. I, I, th- I thought I thought we were getting two post credits, well, so so a, so a, so a mid credit, a post credit, and a trailer. But mm-hmm. it was it was just mid credit trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah, you know, it's like they, it's like it's like I, I, it's like I mentioned the car. Like they took the scenic route, the long way around, just to explain how the symbiote gets into the MCU. And that yeah. could be the next chapter. Then that could be the next uh, trilogy. And do you think they'll they'll recast? Um, hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Cause I would love to see Tom. I would love to see Tom Hardy and Tom Holland just kind of go at it. I mean, actually, now that I think about it, it could. Cause like, cause um, uh, Vulture, Michael Keaton's character, he's also in the. He was also in the post credits for the first Venom movie, right? Or, no, he was in the Morbius trailer. Morbius trailer. Okay, that's right. Hmm. And Scorpion was introduced. Yeah. Wasn't one of those guys in the post credit scene from the first Tom Holland film? Wasn't there like a prison scene? Yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah Michael Keaton. That was Michael Keaton and, and Scorpion. Scorpion. What the hell are they doing? They're in jail. They're in prison, hanging out. Yeah. With Kingpin, or no? Hmm. hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't. Um, I I don't know. I mean, Tom Hardy can work. If they want to bring him in and do it, but I don't, I have no idea whether Sony's going to be cool with that. Um, yeah. I don't know if the fans want that. I mean, maybe that's what that was to see, you know, do the fans want it? Mm-hmm. Is there going to be hype about it? 
Um, I don't know how that movie did. Um, Let there be carnage. Both of them. I mean, I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I Dang. know they weren't that great for me, but like as far as like fully received, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, people are big Tom Hardy fans, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it was entertaining. Yeah. Like it was there. Do you think it works in the MCU bringing that character with with you know? I... Disney's gotta take that chance. Yeah. yeah. Do you really think, especially with Carnage? Like, very first of all, Venom is a rated R character. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Carnage isn't even worse. Right. Rated R character. So it's like. That's why I'm surprised they're bothering. Yeah. I mean, maybe they even aren't. Maybe that was just fan service mm. in its entirety, just to be like, okay, you know, duped you. You know, mm-hmm. you thought you were getting Tom Hardy Venom. You're not. Yeah. Maybe that's what that was. Or like you said, it's just the roundabout way of saying eh, there is a symbiote in this universe now. Okay. Yeah. Um, like and you said, maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just an experiment. Like, all right, let's yeah. see. Let's, you know, just throw him in there just to see if the fans really want it. Right. Yeah. And it, it was the whole film. It really had Sony fingerprints all over it. So mm-hmm. it kind of was like a please you know yeah. watch our films kind of thing which i don't mind again like i'm okay with that mm-hmm. um so i could totally see that working being like what why who oh the venom film let me go watch that you know mm-hmm. i could see that working for him yeah um and perhaps that's all it was but either way i'm 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 game yes yeah, <laughs> why not do with it yeah. curiosity is there yeah right yeah for sure so yeah um so yeah like any other any other uh, uh, final thoughts about uh, into this uh, Spider-Man No Way Home or like the MCU's uh, direction um, in general? I'm very excited. I'm just, I'm very excited. Excited. You trust me. You know. You pick up my. Mm-hmm. You do my orders every week. Mm-hmm. You know I rep the red brand. So yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna yeah. stay loyal for that. But definitely. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, probably one of the best that's ever came out, and it actually does help if you do read this. Um, yeah, read uh, one one day, one more day. It just kind of gives you. It, it kind of gives you an idea, and I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say this to everybody: Mephisto's not coming into the MCU. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Everybody wants it. It's just not. It, they can't. It's too easy. It's an easy button. That, but and and then they can't, especially because D, uh, Disney wants to do you know reach out to those international markets, mm. especially like in the Middle East. Oh, valid. You valid. cannot, and in the Middle East, they will not like put out like they don't like see, seeing any type of like demons or de- demonic figures yeah, in their media. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So literally, probably just because of that, we're not going to get Mephisto. Mm. Don't sleep on Agatha. Yeah, she earned that. You know, she earned that show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, there's just plenty of dark stuff without going all the way to Mephisto. Right. To mm-hmm. get enough done, I think, is is uh, the point. <laughs> you know, you, mm-hmm. can, you can tell plenty of dark stories and pull rabbits out of hats, literally, and, uh, and, and not have to go to the devil. Right. <laughs> you know, to get mm-hmm. it done. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought the movie was great and, uh, you're probably not going to see a better film this year, in my opinion. Yeah. I would say like, this is the, definitely the, the best of the MCU films that came out this year. Um, yeah, yeah I, and that's saying a lot cause Shang-Chi was, Shang-Chi blew me away. Yeah. yeah. 
Especially the bus scene. That's the bus scene. I probably... told. I swear. I told everybody. I brought it to work. I'm like, we're not doing nothing else until you watch that bu- that fight on the bus. The fight on the bus. The fight on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was re- really, really good. Yeah. And I'm also, I'm also curious to see how, uh, the Netflix Marvel characters are gonna be tied into like the PG-13 friendly. MCU, yeah, because I don't know if they, I don't know if they, if they're just gonna simply tone down the nat- the violent natures of those characters and just kind of have them assimilate, mm. which would, which would be a little off putting, but, uh, but then again, it's like their hands are kind of tied because you know you can't you can't go full R and you know deny, deny like a whole the the teens and kids demographic for their money. So yeah, that's the line they walk though. You know, it's yeah. like do you because it's fan service either way. You know, yeah. are you are you leaning towards the adult crowd are you leaning towards the the younger crowd mm-hmm. um we've been saying it for years that we want the, the netflix characters i mean the netflix actors themselves have said yeah i'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready to go rumor, ha- rumor has is that john berthold john berthold's punisher is going to be the villain in moon knight really hmm yeah I, i'm curious to see how they're going to pull off john berthold's punisher because that was yeah that was yeah angry man yeah yep yeah, that was like full on R rated TVM, like yeah, like how how do you nerf that character? I'm, I'm curious. I mean, they did it for the Spider Man cartoon, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, they can do anything, but yeah. Did you did you see? I post I posted it on our Facebook page. You see, they changed the Punisher's logo. Oh, they did. Yeah, it's hideous. For what? The controversies. Uh, oh, because like the cops are caught. Like they changed it across the board, like in upcoming comics and everything. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah, his is actually his next Punisher. The next Punisher run is going to be the last, and it's like retiring the character type, possibly. Oh wow! Wow. I'm Just actually... because of like he assimilates with like that far right. The yeah, it, yeah. I guess it kind of gave it. I mean, I know plenty of people, myself included, if I see that on the back of a truck, I'm not too happy, but... Mm. I'm just like, I just look at him and laugh. I'm like, clearly they don't read comics. Right. Punisher hated cops. There's a big difference between... Yes, exactly. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. I know. That's not not, not a fan. No, No, it's hideous. Say what it is. It's hideous. Yeah, this kind of looks like a devil, devil skull horn type deal. Um, you you're supposed to reclaim, right? Not reinvent. Yep. What's with the, don't, uh, I don't like it at all. Those horns yeah. are bad. Yes, not good, they are. Guys. The, those <laughs> outward fangs, like wow. why? Wow. Hmm. Like who approved this? <laughs> that's CB Sabolski. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Wow. Huh. Yeah. You could have just made a one-shot comment and just explained that he hated cops. Right. Just remind, at least remind everybody. Remind people, it. yeah. And again, mm-hmm. like I think a lot of good way. I don't want to get too like political on this podcast, but like a lot of good ways to stomp that stuff out is to just either ignore it or you know again reclaim that title or that imagery mm-hmm. uh, and 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 just put it in new light. That that's that's yours. You don't have to answer to people misusing your imagery you know what i right, mean yeah. like that's not your problem that's their problem mm-hmm. like uh, 
Yeah. It's too bad. I yeah, agree. That's too it's bad. Awful. I mean, it's not supposed to come on until like maybe April, so yeah. pray to God that there's some type of change. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they could always change it back, I guess, if things cool down, I suppose, but mm. man. Yeah. Wow. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is so bad. Man. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home, uh, in theaters now. Uh, definitely go see it. Go see it. Um, in the theater. In the theater. Don't wait for it to come <laughs> home. Don't wait for it to be, arrive on Blu-ray. Unless you have a sweet OLED TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, go go check it out. Uh, one of the best films in the MCU. Definitely top 10 worthy. Uh, for sure. Yeah, and, uh, and for those of you who have seen it, let us know what you think uh, in the comments or email us at codexprimepodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Chris, it was a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you both. Yeah, absolutely. a good time. Yeah, had to, I had to have you on here. <laughs> like the <laughs> conversations that we have at the store were just like, yeah, I got to get him on the show. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, I was actually, I was like, oh man, I don't know how this is going to work out and all the format and everything, but it just kind of flows just literally out. I'm like, oh man, there's so much, much to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, so yeah, once again, uh, thank you for joining us, Chris. Um, Appreciate you having me. Yeah, and um, and for everyone else, so you can catch us uh, Codex Prime. Uh, we're on Facebook Live every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can catch us on uh, social media at Codex Prime Cast on Twitter, and Codex Prime Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can find all of our all of our audio episodes on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, where you can hit us up with a five star review, um, Stitcher iHeartRadio, and wherever you can find podcasts. I'll just hit our link tree. <laughs> yep. Hit up it our, has it all. <laughs> yep. Our link tree has everything. Yeah. All right. Like and, I said, thanks for, ha- thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, the door, the, door is, the door is officially open now. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, sounds good. Pretty yeah. easy uh, trip over here, too. So. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and like I said, uh, Codex Prime will be off for the next two weeks for the holidays. So we're gonna take a two week break. Merry Christmas, everybody! Yep, yes. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. <laughs> uh, definitely uh, uh, tune in next week, next Tuesday. I'll have a Victor's Corner up while I will review uh, the uh, cinematic classics yep. of Meteor Man and uh blank man mm. so probably before your time <laughs> so uh tune in next tuesday for my review of those films uh as always uh thank you all for watching and listening uh, we will catch you on the flip peace out nerds later